Hoffaday, and welcome to another episode of Live Till 5, 3.05 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios, May 4th, Friday, May 4th. And let me just get this out of the way. May the 4th be with you. Broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio. This is KHMG 88.1 FM. Been broadcasting for over 22 years here on Guam and now all around the world. People can tune in, go to our website, khmg.org, and you can listen to our live stream. You can download podcasts of this show and many other great shows that we produce here locally. You can listen on the dial, of course, at 88.1 FM. You can also follow us through Facebook. Find Harvest Family Radio Guam on Facebook and follow us. And then what will happen is you'll get updates and different little encouragements that come through our Facebook channel. We're on Instagram as well. You can find us there. So great, great opportunities for you to connect with us. And we'd love to hear from you, by the way. You can always send us a note. Let us know that you're listening through our Facebook page, through our website, through our Instagram. Give us a little heart there so we know that uh, we're making connection with you. And you can always stop by the studio. We're open Monday through Friday, normal business hours. We're on the third floor of the Harvest Ministries campus, directly above the hub, our little coffee shop here at Harvest. Today was field day. So we're sending home hundreds and hundreds of sunburned children and parents and some teachers who might have just overdone it a bit. Dehydrated, sunburned, looked like they just came back from a Sahara expedition. But they will survive. Most of them are young and bounce back very quickly. Glad to have you with us today. Some of you are listening in the car on your way home from field day. Half a day to you. Some are on your way to work or on your way home from work, running errands, still sitting at your desk, listening through the website. Glad to have you with us today on this Friday, May 4th. This is episode 263. We've been doing this show for 263 Fridays, and we've missed very few maybe five in the last five years we've missed fridays so we are glad to have you with us and uh, it's going to be a great show today this show is intended to educate you edify you in your christian walk and entertain you we want to make you smile we want to give you a kind of a light-hearted approach to your friday afternoon we know the week might have been kind of heavy for you and so we're just giving you a way to kind of kick back and enjoy some conversation and some light-hearted takes on the news and things like that. We'll have Lawrence Nagash joining us for This Day in History, Sebastian Basil Duo with a quiz, Chris Harper with the news, and myself with a number of different little segments that we've been doing for hundreds of episodes. So glad to have you with us. If you ever missed part of the show, by the way, you can tune in on Saturdays from noon to 2 or Sunday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. Catch us on the rebound when you're driving home from church or you're running errands on a Saturday. Just turn on the radio and catch part of the show. Most of you cannot listen to two straight hours of radio. It's just not going to fit your schedule. But you can catch 15 minutes here and 10 minutes there. And while you're driving, while you're waiting in the car for your family to come out of church, hey, that's why we did it that way. Or you can download the entire podcast just hours after the original airing of this broadcast, the live broadcast. You can download the podcast through our website, khmg.org, 
or you can follow us on Facebook and you'll get notified on Facebook. Oftentimes, Chris or Sebastian will update our Facebook page with a link that will take you right to our podcast of the show. So we want you to be able to listen at your convenience. It is the month of May, and Bob the Librarian graciously provides every month some different things that are observed in the month of question, this one being May, of course, including, did you know it is Aramanth Month? Aram, that's hard to say, Aramanth Month. Uh, do, you, do you know what Aramanth is? Anyone? Anyone? Aramanth? Aramanth or Aramanth or Aramanthus? It is a cosmopolitan genus of an annual or short-lived perennial plant. Some Aramanth species are cultivated as leaf vegetables, uh, pseudo-cereals, and ornamental plants. Most of the Aramanthus species are summer annual weeds and are commonly referred to as pigweed. Uh, Catkin-like sims or cymes are densely packed flowers that grow in summer and autumn. Approximately 60 species are recognized within the inflorescences and foliage ranging from purple. Basically, if you if you were to see a picture of Aramanth, if you're from the Midwestern United States, for example, you would recognize this these Aramanth flowers. I don't know if we have these on Guam or not. They're they're kind of pretty for a weed. And uh they might be they look like the kind of plant that people would be allergic to because they have such small flowers. They must have a lot of pollen on them there. But uh, yeah, kind of a beautiful purpley red. Sometimes they have leaves that are purple and red, but then they have these flowers that are purple and red as well. And so I'm sure there's a lot of pollen there. But anyway, it's Aramanth Month. It's also ALS Awareness Month, APS Awareness Month, Arthritis Awareness Month, Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, Asthma Awareness Month, Awareness of Medical Orphans Month, Better Hearing and Speech, Better Sleep, Breathe Easy, Bladder Cancer Awareness, Borderline Personality Disorder, Brain Tumor Awareness, Building Safety, Celiac Awareness, Chip Your Pet, like put a microchip in your pet, and Clean Air Month, to name a few. Those are just a few of the things that are happening in the month. Now, there are also some weekly observances, and amongst these weekly observances, we have Choose Privacy Week being one of the first ones in the list here. We also have, uh, let's see, National Nurses Day and Week is coming up the 6th through the 12th. National Tourism Week, the 6th through the 12th. Be Kind to Animals Week. Uh, Dating and Life Coach Recognition. Not sure why. We need that. Oh, dating coach and life coach recognition. Okay. Drinking water week, flexible work arrangement week, goodwill industries week, hurricane preparedness. Uh, let's see. Alcohol and drug related birth defects awareness, uh, anxiety and depression awareness, correctional officers, family, hospital week, hug holiday, national pet week, raisin week, wildflower week. Let's see, what else? Public service recognition, root canal awareness, teacher appreciation. Those are kind of two opposite ends of the spectrum, right? So root canal is way down at the end of, you hope you never have to 
cross paths with a root canal. And then teachers, they're like the best people on the planet. And so you kind of have a broad range of emotions right there in that same week. Uh, North American Occupational Safety and Health Week. Public Service Recognition. Oh, yeah, I said that already. Update Your References Week. And uh, those are all just some of the things that happened between the 6th and the 12th uh, here in this first week of May. Let's see what happened this week as far as May daily observances. Batman Day was May 1st. Uh, Childhood Depression Awareness was the first. Executive Coaching, Foster Care Day. International Workers Day. Drive 25 Day. Law Day. Lay Day, like, you know, like a shell lay or a flower lay. Lemonade Day. May Day, Melanoma Day, Mother Goose Day, National Bubba Day, Purebred Dog Day, Homeowner's Day, Silver Star Day, Skyscraper Day, Stepmom's Day, and World Asthma Day. We're all on the 1st, the 2nd of May, American Grump Out Day, Life Insurance Day, uh, let's see here, Deaf Interpreter Day, Truffles Day, the 3rd, uh, Lumpy Rug Day, uh, National Special Abled Pet Day, Textiles Day, Two Different Colored Shoes Day, if anyone did that yesterday, they did it on purpose, World Press Freedom Day, National Day of Prayer was yesterday as well, and World Password Day. And then today is Bird Day, Intergalactic Star Wars Day, of course, at the beginning I said it, May the 4th be with you, International Firefighters Day is today, International Respect for Chickens Day, have you seen some of the chicken pictures that have been popping up on Facebook? There's some beautiful chickens out there. Not just your average boonie chicken. I mean, they have their own sort of homespun beauty. But there are some amazing, beautiful chickens out there. And the pictures have been popping up on my Facebook. Maybe that just shows you. I know Facebook does these logarithms to find out what you like. And then they send you pictures and things like that. And I've been getting chicken pictures. So... Hmm, kind of suspicious there, but it is Respect for Chickens Day, and I have a lot of respect for chickens. Uh, Let's see, National Life Insurance Day is today, School Lunch Hero Day, Tuba Day, and World Give Day. Just to name a few things that are happening in this month, different observances, etc., etc. Now, we are going to take a little break, and when we come back, we have some more Stranger Than Fiction. We have Happy Little Accidents. I mean, this segment called Happy Little Accidents. The quiz with Sebastian, This Day in History, with Lawrence, the news with Chris, What's in My Coffee, just to name a few. So stick around. You're listening to Jared Baldwin, episode 263 on this May 4th. It's a Friday, 3.16 p.m. on this Friday, May 4th. Stick around more live till 5 after this short break.
And we're back with a little more Live Till 5. It is Friday, May 4th, 3.24 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. Glad to have you with us today on Live Till 5. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. It's episode 263. Going to have a great show today. Have a lot of tired children and adults right now coming off a field day. It was a beautiful sunny day here on Guam. And kids that have engaged in athletic competition, team dynamics, learning the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. I'm, actually, I'm talking about the teachers there. They get pretty competitive themselves. But glad that uh, we could enjoy such a great time. I think John McGrew, this is his last field day, Principal John McGrew, but I also think he started field day, not like worldwide. But at Harvest, I believe John McGrew was the, the founder of the Harvest Christian Academy Field Day. So thank you very much, John McGrew, for your many years of getting out there and making school fun. And that tradition will continue on indefinitely here at Harvest because we really enjoy it. And with the addition of the Family Life Center, the gym, back in 2009, Field Day is a whole different creature now. I remember... Back when, well, back when I walked to school barefoot uphill in the snow. But I also remember back before we had a gym, and field day was all outside, pretty much. And they used the cafeteria. They would use all the different parts of the campus, the soccer field, the playground area over by the HBBC dormitories and that big open area there. They had a dunk tank and hay rides and things like that. Then they'd take the children back into their classrooms in the afternoon to watch maybe a fun movie or animated film of some sort. And it was a lot of fun. But it is more fun to have an air-conditioned gymnasium with concessions and even if it were to rain, to have a place to be able to go and to have the upper-class students working to serve the younger kids. That's really a lot of fun. So... Good job, all field day coordinators today, all those that work so hard to pull off such a great event, and parents, thank you for bringing your kids and rolling them at Harvest and participating. We really do appreciate you and all you do. Now, let's talk about some happy little accidents. These, these little stories come from a book called Accidents May Happen, 50 Inventions Discovered by Mistake by Charlotte Foltz Jones. Thank you, Helen, for providing this book. Quinine. Any of you ever had to take quinine? Maybe if you've been to the continent of Africa, for example, some parts of Southeast Asia, you've had to have quinine. I've heard it makes you feel really sick. It's one of those things where the cure uh, is almost as bad as the illness. Quinine isn't something most Americans keep in their medicine cabinets, according to this article here. But quinine has had a major influence on the world of medicine. Quinine is the drug used to treat patients with malaria, a disease spread by certain kinds of mosquitoes. Legend says quinine was discovered by accident in the early 1600s. A Spanish soldier in Peru had an extremely high fever and chills caused by malaria. His comrades left him behind to die. The high fever made him so thirsty that he crawled to a nearby shallow pond to drink. Although the pond water tasted bitter, he drank it anyway, then fell asleep. When he awoke, his fever had gone down. He rejoined his military company and told them of the miraculous pond water. They examined the water and the discovery, its bitter, it, they discovered its bitter taste came from a bark of a log lying in the pool. 
the soldiers had accidentally discovered the bark of the chincona tree to cure malaria. For almost 200 years, the bark of the chincona tree was made into a powder and used to cure malaria. Today, synthetic drugs are more often used to treat this disease. Let's talk about malaria real quick here. Flabbergasting facts from the book of accidents may happen. Malaria has killed more people than all of the wars throughout recorded history. Our nation's capital used to be a dangerous place to live in the summer because of the malaria-carrying mosquitoes that swarmed around the Potomac River. In 1881, Mrs. James Garfield, wife of the president, was bitten by mosquitoes and came down with malaria. Today, it is estimated that between 300 million and 500 million people get malaria each year, and as many as 2 million people die from the disease annually. The situation is getting worse since the new strains of the disease resist all the known cures. So that's malaria and quinine. I know a few people have had malaria. People that live in Africa, for example, and it's just something they expect to get sometime. Uh, some of them have had it multiple times. A good friend, Phil Hunt, and his family, I think they've all had malaria. And some of them have had it multiple times. We had staff members that have gotten a touch of malaria, and they've been on the malaria prevention drugs that made them feel very sick as well. So anyway, malaria and quinine. Before we take another break and get to our This Day in History and What's in My Coffee, I love it when listeners submit content. So if any listeners out there, no matter what your age, if you'd like to submit some content, all you got to do is put it in writing. You can email it to me. You can handwrite it out. Uh, the only thing you can't do is just tell me because I'll probably forget. But if you can get it to me in some type of written form, I will try to use it on the show. Now, I've had a few people over the years give me some pretty corny things, you know, or try to put me up to doing something that, you know, I would feel more embarrassed than usual doing. But this, this right here, Troy's Believe It or Not. He gets these from Ripley's Believe It or Not. He finds the best, the choicest morsels from Ripley's Believe It or Not. Thank you, Troy, for, for serving up this, this choice meal of morsels from Ripley's Believe It or Not. Here we go. Wacky and Wild Edition of Ripley's Believe It or Not, by the way. The 2017 Wacky and Wild Edition, which was much better than in the 2016 Wacky and Wild Edition, let me say. For example, I'm going to use a few of these today. I'll use them all. There's only six. Here we go. Hurricanes were first given the name by Australian meteorologist Clement Raggi, born 1852, died 1922, who named them after politicians he disliked. So that's how hurricanes originally got their names. Interesting. So uh, I'm not even going to say which politicians named, but I, I could throw a few in there. Hurricane. I'm not even going to say it. Okay, here we go. Next. There are between 10 to 20 active volcanoes erupting at this very moment. And you know what? There's one erupting right now in Hawaii, I heard. Uh, there's some people that our ministry knows that know people that live close by in the plantation or whatever, whatever that's close to the eruption. Thousands of sunflowers were planted on the side of the 1986 Chernobyl nuclear disaster, the site of the 1986 Chernobyl nuclear disaster in Ukraine, because they absorb radioactive materials through their roots. Hmm. Oak trees are more likely to be hit by lightning than any other tree. Did you know that? And, and that's not because it's the most, uh, most common tree, I believe. Coconut trees are the most common tree on the planet. In 1990, a flight attendant 
hung on to the a pilot who was sucked out of a broken window of a jumbo jet at 17,300 feet until the plane landed. Way to go, flight attendant. Here's one that's totally random, but this one is a great one to start a conversation at dinner time tonight, especially if you're going out for seafood. By the way, they're bringing a red lobster to Guam. Did you guys know that? Yep. The oldest lobster ever caught weighed 12 pounds. Uh, they almost never go over three pounds, and it was 70 years old. And finally, it was too old to drive. That's how they caught it so easily. It was swerving all over the road, and it happens with 70-year-old lobsters. Finally, a food vending machine in Nanjing, China, sells live hairy uh, crustaceans accompanied by a bottle of vinegar chilled at 40 degrees leaving them sedated but still alive. Wow, Troy, you come up with the choicest morsels of trivia. We appreciate that. Thank you for sharing those with us. Now, I'm going to take a short break, let the guys get all set up, get our drinks here from the hub all distributed. You're listening to Live Till 5 on this Friday, May 4th, 3.33 p.m. on this episode 263. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. Our theme today, Hollow Hollow, Mix Mix. A little bit of all these different sweet things all just mixed together. It's just a wonderful thing. It's kind of like the junk drawer episode and the casserole episode and the potpourri episode. So stick around more live till five after this short break. Back with a little more live till five. Joining the studio by Lawrence Nangast. How's it going, Lawrence? That's a loaded question today. <laughs> you had the ten to ten yesterday, yeah. and you had the eight to four today. Yeah, I was saying as we were putting our headphones on, getting ready to come back from the break. Uh, you know, every now and then you'll just kind of zone out. You know, daydreaming is what a lot of people look like. You know, they'll snap in your face. Oh, it's. That's I'm in almost a perpetual state of that, unless yes. I'm engaged in conversation. The yep. minute. I stop talking right here. It's almost like I, I can't focus. <laughs> I, I got you. So, I got you. So Nothing if wrong I with that. either A, ramble, or, or don't come in when a question's mm-hmm. asked, uh, that's what's happening. Okay. That sometimes makes for the best possible uh, live radio situation, the most in my opinion. But yeah. uh, sure. So, yeah. Sebastian, are you as tired as Lawrence? Yeah, I'm pretty tired. Yeah. I don't why? know why. Why? You don't even know why? It is I a Friday. That's and a, field day, uh, being outdoors like you were this morning, that uh, oh yeah, I was super excited it takes for tug it out of war. Yes, yes, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I loved being a fifth grade teacher during tug of war. Yeah, I, I I became a drill sergeant for about a minute yep. and forty five seconds. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Pretty intense. If they started pulling, you know the, what? The yeah. Best thing that ever happened to me in my life was people screaming in my face when I was a kid. <laughs> Made you who you are. It's, we're going to do a parenting moment today. No, I'm just kidding. Well, uh, yeah. There was Chris, that and the kid with the boomerang shoe. Yes. Oh, yeah. The boomerang that, the, shoe. Yeah. I tell hey, you what. You know, and, and again, I'm not even given to exaggeration. That really happened exactly yeah. how I said it. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, how are you doing with your um, uh, lung disease? I, well, <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing fine. Actually, it was a really rough week last week. And it was. And this week, I, I'm, I've just been trying to 
follow every doctor's orders mm-hmm. I can and get as much rest as I can because I really would like to spend the whole week here next week mm-hmm. rather than having to, you know, be out a little bit. So, you know, something yeah, you have going okay. for you, though, is because God's given you this naturally gravelly voice, you could yes. have pneumonia and, and emphysema. And no one even knows it, honestly. Right. You're, you cover <laughs> it up so well. People well, don't even know you're yeah. operating on 25% lung capacity. Right. Um, and you have a trach in your uh, throat, and you <laughs> honestly, you're just able to carry it. Wow. A trach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too bad we don't have a I'm live not, stream. I'm not sure if that's a compliment or it's what. A, it's yeah. Exactly. Yes, it's what they call a backhanded <laughs> compliment, it. right? It's yeah. it's a compliment. Yeah. I was, I, we kid. We're kidders. We kid. Yeah. Well, and, and no one's asking me, but I'm doing just swell yeah. today. I feel a little hyper because of mm-hmm. this drink I got from the hub. I, my my wife usually is like, "What's wrong with you? What did you just have at the coffee shop?" When I get like this, oh, I wasn't supposed to mention her on the radio. Okay, forget what I just said. She that doesn't was a like fair to be question, mentioned. Though, yeah, it is. Hey, this segment's brought to us by the hub. By the way, Hebrews Coffee Shop Bookstore, the best little coffee shop on Guam, offering an endless variety of coffees, teas, baked goods, and a number of gift items and eagle, eagle apparel and great school spirit stuff and some other great things down there you can even buy a beautiful painting of guam Mm -hmm. down there and you can see some of our staff members art on display on the wall i love that place i go there every day and it's still open for 17 more minutes so if we do a good job convincing you of the drinks maybe you can turn around come back and just buy these drinks now we play this game we've been doing this for five years where they bring drinks from the coffee shop and we describe them to you and, and we try to guess what we're drinking. And so we're going to do this today. We'll start with Chris. Looks like you have a hot drink there, Chris. What does it taste like? I have a hot drink, and I was struggling to find out. I was struggling to figure out what kind of drink this is. But it is a coffee drink, and I believe it's a latte of some sort. I don't think uh, I've. there's this thing that happens after you do this a certain number of times that if you're like me, you you fool yourself into believing that maybe it's not what you think it is mm-hmm. or that it is something that you drink normally. But I think this is a latte with a sweet flavoring of hmm, of some sort in it. Could be vanilla. Could be. Could it be tonic water with quinine? No, it is not to, tonic water with To help quinine. you with your leg cramps. No, I don't have a leg cramp or any <laughs> Well, but it, maybe that's why you don't have them. <laughs> You're drinking hot tonic water. I'm pretty water. sure there's no quinine in there or... Or tonic water. Or, or tonic water. One or, of our listeners, PD, or cod said liver that that's, oil. that's a good use of quinine is mix quinine with tonic water and it helps you with your leg cramps. What does cod liver oil do? Cod liver oil um, keeps your... your um, all, everything Keeps working properly. Regular. Okay, yes. gotcha. Yes, cod liver oil. Well, it yes. doesn't have any of that in it either. And I think cod liver Pretty oil sure. actually, uh, when, anytime someone says actually, you should be suspicious. Right. But it actually helps you with your <laughs> cholesterol as well. Right. I also am suspicious yeah. when people say, to be honest. And then you're, you say, well, yeah. now I'm questioning everything you said before. Exactly. You said to be mm-hmm. honest. To be honest. You actually, be honest. Yeah. a matter of fact. Are you lying to me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, maybe you're drinking a hot toddy. One of our listeners. Uh, I don't think CW. it's that. I, no? No, it's no. not that. No. It's not a hot I toddy. Hope not. Definitely. 
not. It I don't know what a hot toddy unless is. Unless the so. ladies downstairs really? have made a big mistake. Yeah, a toddy would, would, would not be I think be that good. indicates an alcoholic beverage oh, of some sort. And, and you're pretty sure it's not that either. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right, unless the syrups have, have turned. Have mixed. <laughs> the syrups have gone bad. They sat out in the sun too long in the back of the... 1983 Mazda MPV yeah, minivan that delivers the syrups. I think we've convinced a lot of people to visit the hub. Before, There's still 14 <laughs> minutes. Before the yeah. end of the day. It's a real grab bag down there. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what you'll get. Okay, so Chris has something. We know what it's not. It's not uh, seltz- tonic water with quinine. It's not. Um, and no. e- even though no. you don't have leg cramps, and so that would work against your theory. Right. Uh, and it's definitely not a hot toddy. So what do you think it is again? I, I think distracted. it's it's a... It's a it's a, a latte with perhaps uh, vanilla or caramel. Mm. Do you, I don't even know what I say anymore because we've we've messed we, that up. Caramel. Yeah, I don't even caramel. Know. I think it's caramel. caramel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Caramel. Could be. Got it. Okay. All right. And uh, Sebastian, you got a cold drink. We found Good. out today a little more about Sebastian. He doesn't like hot drinks if given the Generally, choice. Generally, yeah. If given the choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, don't laugh at me, but I wrote down my. My thoughts. Right I, away. I won't. I promise I won't laugh until okay. you're done. I might. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> until I'm done. Yeah, that's fine. Oh. <laughs> um, but for this drink, I, it's. I knew it was a solid, you know, Java chip. I know it's. Mm. A, cause I only know because I had one recently. But um, yeah, there's. A, it's a Java chip, but there's a secondary flavor to it that's. It's not really strong enough to really define what it is, and it's like. It's like. It's like a kid who knows the answer to a question in class and says the answer, but no one hears him. And in the end, after the answer was revealed, he can say he knew all along, but no one could hear him. And that's what this second flavor feels like. You're, you're the kid in this <laughs> illustration. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. All right. No one could hear it, you're the but... bearded child <laughs> with his Java chip plus some other flavor. But you're not going to say... You know, I don't get it because you're not going to say what it is. You no. have the opportunity for but it. But afterwards, you're going to be like, ooh, the, the, the I think flavor, I knew what it was. If the flavor is the kid. Yes. The flavor, the flavor is like oh. the flavor. Oh. Sorry, let me, yeah. Let me this is a high-level allegory. I was just like, the flavor is like, it's just strong enough to say it was there, but not ah, strong enough to really be. To come forward. Give the answer oh. of what it actually is. Oh, I see. Oh, <laughs> I Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. It. It's like in, it's, it. It, that, that makes perfect sense now. Java chip. <laughs> Like what they used to have at Arby's. Have you ever had one of those yeah. Java chip? Jamocha. Jamocha. <laughs> Jamocha yeah. shake. Yes. Oh, with a little chocolate chip stuck to the edge of the paper cup. Awesome. Jamocha uh, shake. Okay. So good. Those are good. Uh, Lawrence. So let's not talk about what we don't have. Let's talk about what we do have. This is pretty good. This is something a little more unique to Guam simply because it's dealing with the purple Oh yeah. fruit or vegetable. Yep. I don't know what it would classify as. Probably more vegetable. It's more like a potato. Uh, the taro, mm-hmm. and it is purple in color, but they put a little bit of cookies and cream in here, or Oreos, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term, mm-hmm. and uh, and it comes out to be something what's known to be the purple Oreo, uh, but really it's a taro shake with crunched up chocolate bits in here, a lot of flavor, very delicious. It must be good. It's like 80% gone. Which I normally don't drink my drinks that fast, but I'm so mine. thirsty today. Parched. Yeah. I'll just I'll just put this out there. It's not a thirst quencher. It's very delicious. Yeah, I know she went and got a cup of but water. But I have a to cup of water it. next to it. <laughs> it's like and a, those yeah. two together? Yeah. It's basically money. you just you have the whole food pyramid there. A cup do. of water I and do. a taro 
chocolate yeah. chip yeah. shake. All I'm missing is like. Don't they call that the Ray's Romo? Is the taro and chocolate chip? I think his has coffee in it though. Oh, this one doesn't it. have any coffee. This is just this is just the taro taro okay. choco chip. Okay, all right, know. taro choco or okay. purple Oreo. Purple Oreo. Um, I think mine mine is a hot drink, and it is tastes like a mocha. It tastes like just a regular Kona mocha hot. Let's see here. Mm. Who right. had drink number one? Me. Purple Oreo. Nailed it. Who had number two? Java chip. Nailed it. No extra flavor. Oh, there isn't? Maybe no. they just had some extra your, coffee. It's that, just your suspicious that, nature. Yeah, maybe that's why. It's just your suspicious nature. There's no nature. kid in his cup. That's no. good. None <laughs> in there hiding. Number three, I believe, three. is you, and you have just a regular mocha. What? Yes. Oh, See, this is what happens. Okay, now, hold I on. Drink mocha what if for it's years. possible they got the sleeves mixed up? Because mine says... So? Hawaiian mocha plus hazelnut, and I don't taste any hazelnut in mine. Do you possibly have hazelnut in yours? But you said Kona mocha, and that's I the Hawaiian. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't be sure about that. But you said it has another flavor. Well, but and that's I'm pretty the mocha. certain mine doesn't. That's have the, the mocha. Other. Oh, okay. See, the hazelnut that's... is is so subtle. Yeah. When you have mocha, which is so strong. Yes. Right. Yep. It's like one um, of those couples where, you know, one of the members of the couple is really loud and the other member of the couple doesn't speak their mind how many yes. how many people in this room without revealing this to the radio how many of us are in that kind of relationship where one of us is loud okay yes. all right i see yes. those hands great well all right it definitely comes out <laughs> when it comes to where do you want to go eat oh yes it's going to happen within an hour and nine within minutes an hour <laughs> i could sit at the light of mom mcdonald's for seven turns which mm-hmm. if you know anything about that light Oh, that's a long. That time. red light is going to be there a while. Pretty much till seven Sunday. of those, until we we could make a decision yep. of where to go. Yep. So right. it's a lot of fun. Do you turn left? Do you turn right? Do you, yeah, uh, it's you, a big. I don't want to give my secrets away yeah. of how I deal with that light yes. at, at, at past seven o'clock in the evening, but yes. there are there are multiple ways. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, multiple yeah. ways of handling that. Do not yeah. break the law. Yeah. yeah, at least don't talk about it on the show. <laughs> so <laughs> right. excellent. All right, well, guys. Uh, Thank you for describing your drinks. And listeners, thanks for playing along with us on that. We're going to take a very short break uh, just to kind of reset. Then we're going to come back and do Sebastian's quiz in about a minute. So stick around. A little more Live Till 5 after this short break. And we're back with a little more live till five. Hope deferred, people. Hope deferred. Sometimes you get people all excited and then just kill the music. Start it over just to see who's listening. I can fix that in editing. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Great. All right. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, well, Well, let's play a little quiz quiz with Sebastian. Let's do this quiz, all right? This quiz is called 1017. And uh, I'll reveal that answer after the quiz. Okay. Keep you on your toes. All right. Basically, we're going to go through the 10 code because we kind of didn't really go over the That's 10 code right. much last week. And I wanted to go Explain over the 10 code. Explain what the 10 code 10 is. 10 code is what you use over the radio uh, to just give certain messages without having to say the whole message. Like right. a CB radio. CB radio. Yes, CB like this radio. what police officers and firefighters and people like that. Yeah. And emergency truck, truck drivers. Truck drivers. Yeah. 10 yeah, 4 probably being the most popular 10 one. 10 4, used. good buddy. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this quiz. Um, I, I have a couple of the the slang words and a couple of the 10, 10 codes. So, uh, first off, we'll start it easy. What does ten four mean? 
receiving poorly. Okay, message received. Stop transmitting or receiving well. I think it would just, well, receiving well and okay message received are pretty similar. I'm going to go with the, aren't they? They are, yeah. but there might be a different number. There's like yeah. 95 yep. of these. Okay, I'll so it's go that with specific. D. That's then. like saying the letter C and I'll K. I'll say it's same. receiving well. I would go with receiving okay. B. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with B as well. That's what I seem to think. 10-4. It is, it is B. Good job, guys. So receiving well, so if you're receiving okay, there's there's another one for receiving well. Like what would the distinction? Well, you there might be, be testing for a signal, and then oh. uh, as opposed to you like transit. Like, did you receive this message? Yes, I received the message. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, it says okay. Message received. Okay. Um, okay. And next question: What does ten six mean? Relay message. Busy. Stand by. Out of service. In service. Uh, I'm just going to guess busy yeah. standby. Uh, in service. I'm going to go with A. It is busy standby. Good job, Chris. Mm. Hey. Wrap, wrap what, back letter, what, what letter was that? Uh, B. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great, great uh, guess. Uh, walking people back to dorms, I would have to say 10-6, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, just I'll get back to you. People. Well, I used to work security, so I had to use 10 code. Yep. Um, yep. And around the house with Jessica. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> ten, ten four. four. I'll make the bed. Ten I'll four. even do it when I work extended care. I'll be like, uh-huh. ten four. Hey, can ten you nine. get that for me, hon? Uh ten six. I'm watching my show. <laughs> okay. Question three. What does ten nine mean? This is the last of the ten codes. Well, never mind. It's not. Uh ten nine. Repeat message. Visitors present. Urgent business. Or advise weather slash road conditions. What was A? Repeat message. I'm going to go with A. Uh, urgent. Urgent. My favorite kind of trivia is the one where all four answers are right in my mind because I, I, I know <laughs> nothing about the topic. I'm going to yes. go with C. C. All right. Because I don't even remember it, what they were. It, it is A. Repeat message. 10-9. I would say that all the time in security because people are not clear. Like 10-9. Or I was in the middle of talking to someone else. So, Question number four. Last of the 10 code, I promise. All right. What does 1019 mean? Talk closer to the mic. Nothing for you. Return to base. Need to go to the bathroom. All units comply. Uh, nothing for you. Return to base, I think. All units comply. I'm going to go with D. All units comply. Um, nothing for you. Return to base. Wow, Chris, you're killing End it. End of the day. These are all Total guesses. End of the security total day. Guesses. You're good at total guesses. You guys guessing. are tied. It's 2-2 two, two to 1, I think. I no, no it's 3-1-1, one, one, I think. I no oh, Unless you received it. one, Jared, elsewhere, mm, but no, I don't I, think so. I guess not. Um, Which is the one for free donuts? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, there was there there is one for needed to go to the bathroom. Cause yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Well, it's security 10, had to use that. I've heard people say 10. Is there a 10-10? Yeah, but I don't think it's 10. Actually, to go to the bathroom, it's 10-99 or 10-100. 10-100. Yep. I know what's your 20, your 10-20 is what's your location. Okay. All right. Um, if someone said alligator on the road over the over the radio, they're referring to livestock that was seen crossing the road. True or false? Alligator on the road. Livestock. No. Isn't that like a tire that blows? They get an alligator, you know? I I'm going to say false. I'm going to say false as well. I think I'm with Chris on this one. I'm going to say false. 
Good job, guys. It's false. It does mean blown out tire, like a big yeah. chunk. Yep. Yeah. More common in the States on the freeway system. Yeah. 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 And then it'll bite your car. System. It'll bite yep. your car if you run over it. Yeah. Bite your car. Um, all right. As in, like, damage. Yeah. So if someone said they Thank just you. got... I know. All right. <laughs> if someone said they just got... They just got a driving award over the radio. They're saying that they got a new car. True or false? Mm. What driving award? Yeah. Uh, boy, false. I, I, I would no say idea. false. I think that's getting a ticket. A driving award? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with false. Good job. It is a speeding ticket. Yeah. Makes <laughs> so sense. So, makes if sense. you want to dress up something next time you get a speeding ticket, hey, I got hey, a driving hon, award. Good news is I got a driving award. <laughs> Bad yeah. news is it's a speeding ticket. All right, being fast. Last question. Um, if someone said, there's a gumball machine behind you, what should you do? Speed up or slow down? Uh, it's slow down. I think it's a police officer. I, I think you're right because a gumball machine would be like those old lights the light. they used to have on top of yeah. the, the Andy Griffith car. Yeah. Yeah, so slow down. Correct. It is a cop car light. Lights. So what? So, so what was the final? Final score, score is uh, Chris three, Jared one, Lawrence one. Ah, all right. Well, I'm not bitter. <laughs> I've, you know, I learn something every day. So ten four. Now I know that does mean exactly what I always thought it. Oh, meant. and ten seventeen means urgent business. Hey, there you go. There Which go. Lawrence has some right now. Yeah. He needs to go practice <laughs> for a for a musical number. He's going to be. So if people want to see this day in history, the the uh, stage performance, Lawrence will be. <laughs> performing in church this weekend so great lawrence i hope you get some rest yeah me too um tomorrow we have our senior appreciation dinner but other than that uh, i should be able to get a little rest all right you know yeah, there's also they have this creaming put on your eyes for those uh bags yeah yeah I'll look so that'll help, that. help you that'll help you sleep will cure that. <laughs> all right Still great young. and uh chris will be back in the second hour and listeners hopefully you'll be back as well i'm jared baldwin your host this is episode 263 of live till five may 4th friday in the live broadcast, you're listening to Live Till 5 on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Stick around for SRN News. And we're back with a little more Live Till 5. It's Friday, May 4th, 4.04 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. Broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries. The sunburned campus. Well, the sun-kissed campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio, 88.1 FM, KHMG. You can find us online at khmg.org, khmg.org. You can listen live you can also download podcasts of this show and many other great shows we produce here locally. You can follow us on Facebook, Harvest Family Radio Guam. You can follow us on Instagram. Chris, I always forget, what's our Instagram handle? Harvest Family Radio. Is it family or fam? That's on Twitter because Twitter, Twitter. only allows 15 characters. Got it, got it. So you had to do... I Twitter to is Harvest fam. fam Radio. Right, on Twitter, yeah. And then Instagram's Harvest Family Radio. Yep. They allow a little bit longer ones. There so. you go. And then okay. on Facebook, Harvest Family Radio So as you well. can follow us uh, in whichever social media 
format you prefer. Yeah, and every day we're easy to find. Every day we post new pictures. The other uh, last night, my son and I went out and took a couple of sunset pictures. A pretty, it was a pretty interesting sunset last night with the I heard about cloud that cloud cover. Yeah, that it had a really interesting like sun flare type situation, and I saw a number of people get a picture of it. But I got one last night on our uh, Instagram account as well. So awesome! Yeah, awesome. And then anytime you upload a podcast, you'll oftentimes put a link through Facebook so that people know, hey, there's a new podcast been uploaded. This show being one of those. Yep, this show. Usually take note, but I haven't been doing take note live the last couple, well, the last two weeks because mm-hmm. I've been out. Been, so. been feeling a little under the weather. Yeah. 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 So. But you're on the mend. On the mend, yeah. Feeling pretty good this evening. So, yeah, yeah this you afternoon. Keep the rest so you don't have one of those rebound sicknesses. Right. So, you got to rest this weekend. So, yep. great. Uh, hey, you got some news for us? Yeah. Uh, what we, our calculations on news usually are um, some things that are related to this part of the world or things we've talked about before or perhaps just things that are. Of interest, like I've got news about Israel as sort of a of a Christian perspective or thought process. So several things today. Sometimes I look at the news and it's things that they've covered many times on SRN News at the top of the hour. But today there was some other things as well. The White House said on Thursday that it would welcome the release of three Americans imprisoned in North Korea as a goodwill gesture before a planned summit between U.S. President Donald Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. But it could not confirm reports that they are about to be freed. Now, expectations have grown that North Korea would soon release the three ahead of this summit in coming weeks. Rudy Giuliani, a member of Trump's legal team, told Fox News that Pyongyang would release them as early as Thursday. But Uh, No one has been able to confirm that Giuliani actually had direct knowledge of that issue. CNN is also citing an unnamed source about the prisoner's release. They say that it is eminent as well, or at the very least that the groundwork is being set for the release to be able to take place. So some good news on the North Korea front. That's at least something that's a confirmable. Uh, You know that a prisoner has been released. There are some other things Uh, promises coming from North Korea that uh, is a trust but verify type of a situation, but that one we could at least uh, verify. I thought this was interesting and hadn't heard it until today. The Missouri General Assembly will convene a special session on May 18th to consider impeachment or any other discipline that a special house investigative panel, panel may recommend against Governor Eric Greitens. The unprecedented move by the Republican-controlled legislature against Graytons, a first-term Republican governor, uh, comes as he faces felony charges of invasion of privacy and computer tampering in separate criminal cases brought against him by prosecutors in St. Louis. The stage for the special session was set after a petition signed by the least three, at least three-fourths of the members of the state house of representatives and the state Senate was presented to the Missouri secretary of state for certification. Had you heard about that? No, I had not. And I'm from Missouri. Right. Right. And I, I hadn't heard of that until just today, but that's pretty big, pretty big story. When a chief executive of a state, I heard about him. uh, I, I can't remember. He was 
he either got on someone's computer or was monitoring someone's communication activity somehow right. and uh, violating their privacy. I think it was in regards to a scandal of some sort, some political scandal. Yeah. And then, uh, so it's Yeah, very he's got, if I remember right, yeah, there's layers of problems right. with him. He's got, it's not just one issue. It's multiple things. It's the, it's the invasion of privacy, but there's also some other scandal that that actually overlapped with. Right. A little bit like kind of the Watergate. Issue. Right, yeah. right, and and it's not politically motivated because you have a Republican no uh, legislature. No, it's not to their advantage. No, uh, trying to uh, impeach the Republican governor, uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on Sunday gave a warm boost of support to Israel in its standoff against Iran, saying the United States is with Israel in this fight. Pompeo has been using the Middle East leg of his first trip abroad as America's top diplomat, to call for concerted international action to punish Iran for its missile programs. The tough line was welcomed by Israel, which considers Iran its greatest threat and has been leading calls for the international community to revise its 2015 nuclear deal with Iran. He arrived after visiting Saudi Arabia, another fierce rival of Iran. There's a little bit of a a wrinkle to that story in that uh, Emmanuel Macron from France was here and really pushing for the Iran deal. And then the rug was sort of pulled out from under him when Netanyahu showed all of the surveillance and the intelligence that they have on Iran not being in compliance with the agreement. So I'm going to be talking about Iran at the end of the show uh, in relationship to how does Christianity fare in right. Iran. And and it has not always been the way that it is today. Iran was a a very progressive Muslim nation at one point. I've seen years pictures. Ago. I've seen pictures in the right. 1960s, I believe it was or 70s. Under the Shah. They had yeah, they had um uh it looked like it looked like a a, a modern uh, western city. Right. Um cars and colorful things and now if you look at much of uh, the pictures you'll see in the media at least um, I'm not an expert on it but seems like it's not that way anymore right uh, just a, an update on the Kilauea volcano they were giving um, uh, sort of local time updates on what was happening on the Big Island in Hawaii one resident in the southern part of Hawaii's Big Island says that lava fountains were shooting 150 feet in the air through a crack in the volcano. And then another uh, citizen told the Honolulu Star Advertiser that lava was spreading over an area uh, about 200 yards wide. Now, this is a flow about 200 yards wide behind one house in Leilani Estates on Thursday. And uh, he said that the, the sound that it was making was sort of like a jet engine. The U.S. Geological Survey says new ground cracks have been reported and that hot vapor has emerged from a crack and is spattering lava and even beginning to erupt. Hawaii County is ordering evacuations for all homes in Leilani Estates. So there is wow. some concern tonight about many different things happening all at once, many different reports uh, in different areas around Kilauea. Wow. That's, um, I mean, the people that live there, I'm sure they're mentally prepared for this type of thing. I mean, sure. an active volcano. 
Yeah. Um, they must have evacuation plans and things like that in place. I mean, you know, this thing's been erupting for a long time, but that is scary to hear about lava shooting straight up in the sky hundreds and hundreds of feet and yeah, causing, it, you know, it, it's, wow. That's, and, and that's one of those things you just don't think about. You know, when they have a sort of hour-by-hour hour update on the things that are happening, that they're... They're really keeping yeah, a close it's developing eye quickly. Sure. on everything sure. that's happening. So yeah, yeah. Well, well Chris, I uh, hope you continue to feel better and that you feel a hundred percent by this time next week. That would be great. Yes, absolutely. And uh, hope you get some rest this weekend. Thanks for bringing the news. Appreciate it. Yep. All right. I'm going to talk a little bit about a couple things I found in the news with Reuters. Um, came across an article. This is so interesting because it's one of those stories that. It takes an interesting turn. So I want to read this story to you from Reuters out of Tokyo. Behind the apartment's curtain, a tough guy is boxing, throwing a left and right hooks and jabs and lunging forward, enough to make any passing criminal think twice before breaking in. The image is nothing more than a projected shadow, but one that Japanese apartment management companies hope will help protect the and reassure the women living by themselves. The story goes on. Still... In the prototype stage, man on the curtain uses a smartphone connected to a projector to throw a moving shadow of a man doing various energetic activities on the curtain. To mix things up a bit, the man can calm down and do more mundane things like get dressed, chill out uh, with a guitar, or even do some vacuuming in the flat. The system was developed for security at buildings run by Leo Palace 21 Corp. Whoa, that sounds familiar. Kenichi Nakamura, manager of the firm's advertising department. Queries from the public prompted the company to think bigger and consider offering it for sale. But some people have had doubts about how effective it might be, said Nakamura. In particular, criminals might sooner or later work out that it's the man behind the curtain who spends his whole time shadow boxing, and that it's not actually a man behind a curtain, but it's a woman alone inside. Quote, If projecting a shadow makes a woman an easy target by showing criminals there's nobody home, that would be the cart before the horse, end quote. He goes on to say, so we'd like to commercialize it once we add a variety, such as releasing new video every day. So that was an interesting story because at first you're thinking, of course, they even have little videos and pictures of the the shadows. It's kind of like that Home Alone movie, you know, where where uh, Kevin puts the video or the, the light shining behind the Michael Jordan stand-up poster, cutout poster, and it's on top of like a train and it's going around it looks like people are dancing inside and things like that well it's that kind of shadow but uh it is interesting because for every new invention to protect people criminals also just get smarter and smarter so they would have to come up with a way to vary it enough that criminals would not instantly recognize that it is just a video because if you don't have it at the right angle or your curtain isn't quite the right kind of curtain or there's no sound going along with it, uh, it could actually, or let's say three people in the same building have the same video playing. Uh, it might identify that there are three people home alone, children or women at home alone, elderly. So it probably needs to be thought about and developed even more. Um, there might be even more effective ways to protect people besides just the shadow on the curtain. So initially, I was starting to read that. I'm thinking, oh, this is a great idea. And by the end, I'm like, I don't know if that's such a good idea or not. Would you buy that? 
Would you download a new video every day and project it on the curtain uh, to kind of keep criminals away? Do you think it would work? Love to hear from you on that. Send me a private message to our Facebook, Harvest Family Radio Guam, and I will share that with other people. Here's another one. Crazy things happening all around the world. This is from Aachen, Germany. Supermarket shoppers at the western German city of Aachen. I might be saying that wrong. I'm not German. I'm sorry. They have stepped out of their comfort zone to simply to sample insect burgers made from buffalo worms. Two, two things I never thought I'd put together in the same sentence. When I first started reading it, I thought I was going to say something about buffalo wings, but no, it's buffalo worms. The worms, highly nutritious due to their high protein content, are a larva of the buffalo beetle and are bred in the Netherlands. Up until this article, everything from the Netherlands I liked. Just saying. Served in rolls with lettuce, onions, and tomato, they're being offered to customers at a supermarket in Aachen, where they have just been added to the stock range after proving successful in the Netherlands and Belgium. One passerby who tried one of the burgers, Manfred Roder, said he believed they were a good alternative to meat by adding, quote, I had reservations at first, but got a second serving because it tasted so good, end quote. Baris Ozil, one of the founders of the startup uh, called uh, Bug Foundation that makes the burgers, said he spent four years working on the concept along with the company co-founder Max Kramer. It's quite simple, he says. You have to create an aesthetic approach that looks good and doesn't show any insects, end quote, Ozil said, adding that people were attracted by the smell of the burgers. But not everyone is sure about them, present company included. Quote, we have people who are not totally thrilled to find out or totally thrilled to find out about the whole thing and have been looking forward to it for days. And we have people who say, you're not seriously doing that, end quote. So basically, these buffalo worm burgers from the Netherlands, which just goes to show you every country has something, right? So there's no perfect place anymore. The Netherlands before, because all the people I know from there, even my contributor Troy has connections to the Netherlands. So many great things about the Netherlands, those Dutch. But buffalo worms, really? In burgers? I'd get my money back. Here's another one. Chris earlier mentioned French President Emmanuel Macron. Well, he was recently in the United States, like the last couple days. He celebrated a special relationship between the United States and France during his state visit to Washington last week by planting a tree with President Donald Trump on the grounds of the White House. And you might have seen that ceremony in the news. It was a great photo op. But if you look at the pictures of the grounds of the White House right now, the little sapling is gone. And people were wondering, what happened? Uh, Did our diplomatic relationship fall apart? Well, it's just temporarily gone. uh, In fact, the tree from Belleau Wood in France, where almost 2,000 American soldiers died in World War I, uh, in a World War I battle, had been dug up not long after it was planted. It was put in quarantine, according to the U.S. and French officials. The problem, parasites on the tree could spread to others at the White House property. It was actually a special favor from Trump to France to be able to plant the tree the day of the president's visit. 
an official from Macron's office said. Since then, it has returned to quarantine and will soon be replanted in the White House gardens, the official said, adding, don't worry, the tree is doing very well. So, although they did plant the tree, then they unplanted the tree and put it in quarantine so they can go back and replant the tree. That's uh, international horticulture for you. So we're going to take a short break. It is 421 p.m. on this Friday, May 4th. Episode 263, Live Till 5 on KHMG. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host. More Live Till 5 after this short break. with a little more live till 5. It is Friday, May 4th, 4.26 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. Glad to have you with us today. Today's topic is hollow hollow, a little mix mix, a bunch of sweet things all thrown together. Hopefully you enjoy it. You can always catch the rebroadcast of this show Saturdays from noon to 2, Sunday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. on KHMG 88.1 FM. You can also go to our website and listen to this show live or the podcast version, khmg.org. And it's not just the podcast of this show. We save and produce all types of preaching and teaching programs, Building Great Leaders with Dr. Les Olala, Living Redemptively with Dr. Douglas McLaughlin, Harvest Time, Heart of Harvest, Take Note, uh, let's see here. Harvest Echoes, Heart of Harvest Asia, Dr. Fremont's program. I, the name escapes me right now. And lots and lots and lots of sermons archived. You can look up sermons by topic, by passage, or by speaker. And then you can download those and listen to them, and they're there for your edification. So I encourage you to go to khmg.org and check us out. You can also email us through our website, khmg.org. We'd love to hear from you. You can also keep track of us through social media. Harvest Family Radio Guam is on Facebook. You can follow us, then you'll get updates anytime we send out a little message, pictures, new podcast links, things like that. I'd encourage you to go there. A lot of people uh, private message us through Facebook. That's one great way to get a hold of us quickly. So a number of people do that every week, seems like, with the show. I'll get a private message either either personally or through the radio Facebook page. Instagram, Twitter, we're out there. We want to be able to connect to you. We want to be a blessing to you. So let us know you're listening. You know, there's no device that tells us how many people are listening to the radio. Now, we can tell if people are logged into different online portals. But the radio broadcast, we have no idea how many people are listening. We have to go based on 
anecdotal evidence and people just telling us that they listened. And so anytime you can give us a word of encouragement, just let us know you were listening. We really appreciate it. It helps us to know we're hitting the mark. You can always give us some constructive feedback as well. And so we appreciate that. So send us a note through our Facebook page, through our website, et cetera, et cetera. Or come by and just see us. Poke your head in. Maybe bring a plate of piping hot chocolate chip cookies and some, you know, hot cocoa from the hub. Something like that. You know, just just anything. Just stop by and say hi. Business hours, Monday through Friday. Third floor, straight above the hub. Love to have you come by. You don't even have to bring cookies. I was just kidding. Hey, one of the segments we've had ever since the earliest days of the show is called Stranger Than Fiction because oftentimes truth is stranger than fiction. These stories are from the section called Dispatches, Quick Takes from World Magazine. A couple of interesting ones here. An online petition with more than 175,000 signers is asking the U.S. Department of Agriculture to rewrite rules and extend food stamp benefits to pets. The USDA currently prohibits the use of Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP, funding on pet food, non-food items, alcohol, and other sundries. Being poor is hard enough without being expected to give uh, up your companion, wrote petition author Edward B. Johnston Jr. Interesting. How do you feel about that? People taking their food assistance funds and getting, being able to buy animal food with that. I bet that will generate a lively discussion. Here's another one. The next time the Australian government wants to offload old furniture, it may want to check the drawers first. Thousands of pages of sensitive files belonging to the Australian government were found inside locked filing cabinets for sale at the second-hand store known to sell old government furniture in Canberra, the nation's capital. The Australia Broadcasting Corporation reported that some of the files were classified Certainly someone needs to pay a price, Prime Minister. Uh, uh, oh, no, sorry. Someone certainly needs to pay a price. There needs to be some consequences for what um, is a monumental lapse, said former Prime Minister Tony Abbott. Here's another story. Despite having a company of plumbers on board, the pilots of a Norwegian air flight had to turn their aircraft around when no one on board was able to fix a problem with one of the jet's laboratories. The flight took off from Oslo, Norway, January 27th, carrying 85 plumbers heading for the company event in Munich, Germany. Plumbing company CEO Frank Olsen told Norwegian media that his plumbers likely could have fixed the problem if only they had been able to access the outside of the plane. Unfortunately, he says, it had to be done from outside and we did not take the opportunity to send a plumber out at 10,000 meters. Hmm. Just ironic, right? That you have 85 plumbers on a plane and the bathroom stops working and no one can even fix it. That's funny. Here's another. Police in Boscawen, New Hampshire, arrested a local man in January after he made the mistake of getting into a biting match with a police dog. The suspect, who had an outstanding warrant, first tried to escape police by hiding under a pile of clothes. That's when Veda, the police dog, found the man's uh, body with her teeth. Police say the man wrestled free, 
put the canine in a chokehold, and bit the animal on the head. He ended up getting tasered, an officer told the Reuters News Service. Authorities said Veda will be fine. The man, though, faces charges for resisting arrest and interfering with a police dog. That takes a lot of guts to bite a police dog. Here's another dog story. Sagatuck, Michigan, Sagatuck, Michigan, attorney Michael Haddock had been wondering what his dog was doing all day when he was gone at work. A letter from Michigan's unemployment insurance agency only piqued his curiosity more. The official letter, Haddock said, indicated that his German shepherd, Ryder, would no longer get his $360 each week in unemployment benefits. State unemployment officials didn't cite the dog's species as a reason, but instead indicated the record show Ryder had found work at a seafood restaurant. He's, he's very food-driven, Haddock joked with the uh, news radio station in his town there. Haddock never got an unemployment check for, from the state, and an agency spokesperson said the letter was likely the result of a fraud attempt by an identity thief. So someone used his dog's identity to try and get... Uh, Welfare benefits. Here's another one. Judges in Saudi Arabian camel beauty contests disqualified a dozen dromedaries because their owners used Botox to enhance the camel's looks. I could not make this up, folks. Uh, let's see here. Chief Judge Fauzan Al-Mahdi made the announcement during the weeks-long annual camel festival outside the capital city of Riyadh in January. According to the judge, some camel owners were using Botox injections to swell the animal's lips and cheeks. More than 300,000 attendees visit the festival each year. I don't know if I have an ethical objection to Botox in camel beauty contests. I mean, it's one of those complex issues that we've never really addressed, you know? Is it the camel's own choice, whether or not they want to get their, their poochy lips and puffy cheeks? You know, what if the owner's gave them Botox, and it made them uglier to other camels. You know, haven't they paid enough? Anyway, here's another one, final one here. Workers at a Florida Goodwill, that's kind of a kind of a secondhand store in the States. Goodwill store, I guess we used to have one of those here. Workers at a Florida Goodwill store, third try, here we go. Workers at a Florida Goodwill store say they're happy they foreclosed on, ex- on explosive offer. Employees at the Bradenton, Florida store discovered what appeared to be a working grenade launcher in a stack of donated goods on January 25th. Further inspection by the Manatee County Sheriff's Office revealed the device was loaded with a live grenade, albeit a non-lethal one. It turned out that the weapon was actually an airsoft-style launcher meant meant for recreational use and loaded with a grenade that fires plastic pellets. The launcher appeared to be uh, safely off the streets. Sheriff's deputies have reported con- reportedly confiscated both the device and the grenade, and I see a picture of it here. It's pretty, pretty cool looking, actually, uh, for an airsoft, airsoft gun, a toy basically, fancy toy, for you know people that like military type games but didn't want to join the military. So there you go. All right, I think what we're going to do is we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to have the last. 15 minutes of the show, maybe with another one last short little break as well. But uh, just wanted to give you a chance to step away from the radio and come back. Make sure you do come back. We still have a solid 24 minutes of the show. It's 4.36 p.m. on Friday, May 4th. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host, episode 263 today. 
topic is hollow hollow just been mixing in a bunch of different fun things so stick around more live till five after this short break back with a little more live till five we're gonna step into the unknown here for a moment i have a folder this folder has been in the drawer for i believe since 2015 and in this folder in 2015 i would place articles and stories stranger than fiction items lists things like that in the folder fully intending to use them in future days. But if every week I have one or two extra things, I ended up with two folders at least almost an inch thick. And that doesn't include the things that, of course, I've thrown away a lot of things that I just never got around to using. And so I want to, because this is our Hollow Hollow show with a lot of just things mixed in, I want to go through this folder with you and let's let's see if anything here piques our interest. So we're, we're journeying into the unknown, into my folder that says STF, Stranger Than Fiction. So let's let's see what I can find in this folder as I open it up here. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. First is an article from 2015 from Mental Floss Magazine Online. 15 hilariously effective baits used by fishermen. Does that catch anyone's interest? Okay. Uh, let's see here. Here's another one from October of 2015, Mental Floss. Why are the seven C's? You know how people say the seven C's? Why are there seven C's? But it the story is actually called Why Are the Seven C's? Why are they the seven C's, I guess? Okay. I must have a nautical I must have had a nautical theme for a little while there. Uh, here's another one. 11 Things You Might Not Know About the U.S. Navy from 2015. Ooh, I might set that one to the side. We might, we might do that one. Got a lot of Navy. Navy personnel. Sailors. Uh, six uh, beachy facts to take to the shore. Six different facts about the beach that you can take to the shore. I'm going to set that one aside, too. That's interesting. Boy, 2015 was an interesting year. I don't know why I never got back to these. I have not looked at these in almost three years. Uh, let's see here. The Brief Enduring Life of the Pony Express. Mm. It's interesting to someone like me that's from not too far from where the Pony Express started in St. Joe, Missouri, but I don't know if it's interesting for you. 20 pieces of gear for a smarter campsite. Okay, I don't I don't really know if that's going to be interesting to most people. 20 pieces of gear that's, that is uh, will help you have a smarter campsite. Camping equipment. Obviously, we got on a camping kick here for a little while. This was in September of 2015. Your camping equipment's fascinating history. Okay. Not as fascinating as they make it sound. A lot of these were from Mental Floss. TV movie cliches you never see in real life. Okay. Uh, Where does the stereotype of cops and donuts come from? Ooh, I'll set that aside because we just did the... 10, 10 code language. 
Uh, A to Z animal facts like A, alligators can live up to 100 years. B, bulls are colorblind. C, cockroaches will live nine days without its head before it starves to death. That's, I might keep that one for some time later, but not today. Uh, let's see, what else have I got? Oh, here's a list of my themes. These were uh, themes that were submitted by former radio star Nick Brown. His wife, Julia, sent us a list of all kinds of different ideas. Tailgating, lawn games, weddings, tea, chocolate, ice cream, cookies, desserts, pumpkins, world records, London, France, Arabia, cowboys and Indians, gardening, the home. She sent us a whole list of themes. Wow. Maybe that's how we got our themes back then. I'm honestly having a hard time remembering how we came up with our themes. And I'm running a little dry on themes, so I might pull these back out. Ten things you should know about the U.S. Postal Service. I, I love the U.S. Postal Service, but that sounds like the most boring thing I could possibly read right now on Friday afternoon. Uh, how one line of text nearly killed the movie Toy Story 2. Very interesting. Cornelius Vanderbilt Wood, the man erased from Disney history. Uh, here's another one, mental floss. I think we didn't do this one because it was just disgusting. Why did people wear powdered wigs? Ugh. Old Wisconsin, lumberjacks had myths of their own. Okay, not quite sure when that would be a good theme. China curator forged 140 paintings, or China curator, however you say it, forged 140 paintings. That was a BBC story from, oh boy, that was that was like 2014. Why are school buses yellow from Mental Floss? Lou Hoover, a lady of firsts, also from, oh, that's under the magazine. 11 most extreme junk foods ever created. That one sounds pretty good. Uh, let's see here. Stories behind the nicknames of the NFL's 32 teams and what they were almost called. Almost done here, folks. Eight trade routes that shaped the world's history. Saving that for a day of historical importance. Why are the Spice Islands important? Oh, and an old copy of Mental Floss magazine right here. What is this? This is volume 15, issue 5, from October 2016. So about a year and a half old. I don't think I ever opened that magazine before. Well, there was a lot of stuff in that folder. I'm going to I'm going to go back to the ones we just narrowed it down to here. Some of you might be saying to this radio which ones you're hoping I'm going to read, but I'm narrowing it down between where donut where does that stereotype of cops and donuts come from? Six facts about the beach and 11 things you might not know about the U.S. Navy. Hmm. Hmm. Decisions. How about... Let's talk about... 11 things you don't know about the Navy. There you go. Because I've got so many friends that are sailors. Men and women protecting our... Our shores, our seas, helping us build our island's infrastructure. Really good friends with some Seabees here on Guam. Here are 11 things you might not know about the U.S. Navy. The Navy's birthplace is in dispute, according to Mental Floss Magazine. 
Beverly, Massachusetts and Marblehead, Massachusetts have long argued over which is the birthplace of the Navy. Second, all submariners are volunteers. So apparently you can't be on a submarine. You can't be forced to go on a submarine. Third, how does the Navy name its ships? Well, in 1819, the United States Congress placed the Secretary of the Navy in charge of naming ships, a power he or she still enjoys. Generally, names are compiled by the U.S. Naval Historical Center and based on suggestions from the public, sailors, and retirees, and from naval history. The Chief of Naval Operations formally signs and recommends the list to the Secretary. Ships named for individuals are christened by the eldest living female descendant of that individual. I did not know that. Number four, the Navy SEAL Trident is something called the Budweiser. Yes, the Trident worn on the uniform of the Navy SEALs is officially designated as Special Warfare's insignia, but it is sometimes called the Budweiser, named after a part of the basic underwater demolition SEAL course, the BUDS. Grueling 25-week Special Warfare School. The Trident also is an uncanny resemblance to the Anheuser-Busch logo because of the eagle on it. Why was Top Gun founded? The United States Navy Strike Fighter Tactic School, previously called United States Navy Fighter Weapons School, more popularly called Top Gun, was founded during the Vietnam War. The Navy was concerned poor performance of its air-to-air missile attacks against North Vietnamese and ordered an evaluation of its combat aviation program. Basically, they started Top Gun. Uh, Let's see here. You've heard of a few people who know the words to Anchors Away. So these are all different people that were in the Navy. Neil Armstrong, Humphrey Bogart, uh, AK-3, Stanley Burrell, uh, short for Petty Officer, Third Class, Aviation Storekeeper, later to be called MC Hammer, and Bob Barker, Bob Barker from the old Price is Right. NCIS isn't just a TV show. Apparently, that is a adaptation of something that really happens in the United States Navy. If not for the Navy, James T. Kirk would have been captain of the USS Yorktown. In the original pitch of Star Trek, the ship was known as USS Enterprise. It was called the USS Enterprise. It was originally the USS Yorktown. Gene Roddenberry renamed it in part for the first nuclear-powered aircraft carrier whose main voyage was in 1962. The seafaring Enterprise was and remains the longest vessel in U.S. Navy. Ronberry felt that the starship at the heart of the series would have a similar standing in, as the aircraft carrier and a new enterprise was christened. Here's a couple more. In the Navy, there are no walls or bathrooms. So the walls are called uh, bulkheads. The mess deck is where you eat your food. The deck is where you walk. And if you need to find a toilet, it's called a head. And the rack is where you sleep. And you take off from a bird farm that is from an aircraft carrier. And there's a number of other things. But that is really interesting. Some facts about the Navy that we did not know. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, going to wrap up the show with a little bit about Iran and how hard it is to be a Christian in the nation of Iran. So stick around. More Live Till 5 after this short break. God, walk with me, walk with me, Lord, God, walk with me, while I'm on this old 
tedious journey. I want Jesus to walk with me. And we're back with a little more Live Till 5, the last seven minutes, 4.53 p.m. on this Friday, May 4th. If you ever miss part of the show, Saturday is noon to 2, Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Catch us on the rebound. We rebroadcast the show in its entirety, all two hours of it, on KHMG 88.1 FM, Saturdays noon to 2, Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Or catch us on the website, khmg.org. That's khmg.org. Or download the podcast through the same website. Let us know you're listening through our Facebook page, Harvest Family Radio Guam. We'd love to hear from you. Now, for the last number of weeks, I've been going through the Open Doors World Watch List of 2018, the 50 countries where it's most dangerous to follow Jesus. And we've had a number of different uh, countries to talk through, and now we are at the point of talking about number 10, the 10th most difficult country to be a Christian, Iran. Source of persecution is Islamic oppression. That's been the case, I think, for all but one of the countries. Population is 80 million, almost 81 million. There are almost 800,000 Christians. The main religion is Islam. They are a theocratic republic, and their leader is the Ayatollah al-Khamenei. Violence is at 60% rating, but their church life, 98% persecution rating. It's about as bad as it gets on the whole planet for churches in Iran. In contrast to the neighboring Arab Gulf countries, the main threat for Christians comes from the government of Iran itself. The Iranian regime defines Iran as an Islamic state based on the Shia of the Shia Islam. Christians and other minorities are seen as an unwelcome distraction from this plan, although some reports mention pressure from families and communities on converts from Islam to Christianity, Iranian society is much less fanatic than their leadership. Prayer points. Any Muslim who leaves Islam faces the death penalty, although authorities have acted on this law, haven't acted on this law in recent years. Pray that the laws will change, allowing the freedom of religion. And for a Muslim family, it is a great disgrace when one of its members leaves Islam. Pray for Christians who have been cursed and disowned by their families for their faith. So, Iran, we talked about that a little bit earlier in the show and been trying to go through that list, keep us aware of all the different nations that are around us that don't enjoy freedom. They don't enjoy the freedom of having Christian radio. They don't enjoy freedom of having the ability to have a church that can meet when it wants and preach from the Word of God. People can carry copies of God's Word with them. We can talk in public about it. We have a men's Bible study at the house of Chen Fi, and we have people from government, military, civilian life, uh, private organizations, Christian ministries, all sitting together with Bibles open talking. What a great country. We don't want to squander that freedom and take for granted how hard it is for many of our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world to just live their faith. They're persecuted all the time. And so we are very blessed and we are very grateful, the men and women that are out there defending our freedoms, for God allowing us to be part of a country where we have freedom. Our neighbors, our brothers and sisters in Christ that don't have the freedom, we need to remember them in prayer. We need to send people there with the gospel. The countries that we can't get into physically, we can broadcast across the borders with radio signals like Transworld Radio does and our Heart of Harvest Asia broadcast that goes into all parts of Asia. 
And that's, that's just one of many, many ways to get the gospel into uh, the lives of people. Sometimes there are Christians there, but they're meeting in secret, and they're very discouraged. And so we need to do our part and not take for granted the freedoms we have and then try and find ways to reach out, help the Christians that are in these countries that are persecuted, and help bring others to Christ. Really, the big change that's going to happen in these regimes is as people come to follow the truth and see that Christ is the only way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come to the Father but through him. Let me encourage you this weekend as we wrap up this show, if you don't have a church home, please visit us at Harvest Baptist Church. We'd love to have you. Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. is our Adult Bible Fellowship and Children's Sunday School classes. 10.30 a.m. is our morning worship service. We have music and God's Word preached, and we read Scripture together, and we pray together. and It's just a real blessing. And then Sunday night this week, we have our Watch Care gathering, so instead of our normal Sunday evening service, our whole church breaks up into smaller groups and meets in homes and all over the island, and it's going to be a real privilege to be able to have our church broken down into those 18 small groups and meet in our Watch Care gatherings. We have Wednesday night Bible studies and prayer meeting and children's programs and youth group, all kinds of things happening here at Harvest. So if you don't have a church home, we'd love for you to check us out. If you do have a church home, be faithful to that and uh, participate. Don't just go and be a spectator, but be a participant and grow. Encourage your pastor this weekend. Encourage your Sunday school teacher. Jump in. Don't be afraid to use your gifts for God's glory. That's why I gave them to you. And that's it for Live Till 5, the fastest two hours of my week. I really appreciate you tuning in. This episode 263 on this May the 4th, our theme was Hollow Hollow. We just mixed it up a little bit with all kinds of fun stuff. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. This is Live Till 5 on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata Guam. Have a great weekend. <laughs>